been waiting for the tides to change, for the waves to send you my way. I see you, darling, but you pixelate. It gets hard to take these days. to start off with a really fun upbeat song it's going to end with the same song missing peace by vance joy this is when you'll see the sales hi guys <laughs> so i have to be honest with you guys i was really emo this weekend for no particular reason i would love to say there's some excuse for it but um i feel like i would be lying if I didn't say you know what it was just one of those weekends you know like little things just kept coming up and I just felt very like oh just like emo about everything on all regard and and anyone that knows me like I've always just been this romantic and so like I attribute my emotions at times to my romanticism and just you know I kind of make fun of myself for it like you know picture those images of like rain and someone wearing a black hoodie like walking in the rain all depressed <laughs> like that's kind of how I was so this is going to be a fun episode about love and emotions and I'm going to read some poetry because I'm like why not and I'll just update you guys with what's going on in my life so let's start off with some poetry I've read from this book before illumination by Tyler not Gregson and I'm just going to read some poetry so listen these are beautiful you were not made for me, but for you, you for yourself. It has always been this way. Never have you belonged to anyone else, not for a half moment, not for a long blink, or whatever splits the difference between our measurements of time. You are yours, the key in the lock, the handle, the door, the window, and the wall. You are the house, the home, the only one who can ever offer invitation. So throughout my life, I've had all these different plans for my life. You know, when I was a little girl, I grew up watching Disney. I should say unfortunately, but also fortunately as well. You know, so I've always had these really big 
dreams of love, you know, like your knight in charming armor that whisks you away and just love, you know, and, and what love is and the understanding of love. And then I've also had the understanding of love from church and with God and with Jesus. And then I've also had the understanding of love from seeing my mother love my father and my father love my mother and seeing a 35, almost 36 year marriage unfold throughout my life, a very healthy relationship. And then I've seen love from my best friends who are married and my good friends that are married and acquaintances that are married. And then I've seen love from Yesenia's perspective. And in this big, wide world of love, I always find hope. I never could have predicted that I'd be 32 and single. I never, 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 never. Everyone that's always known me has always said Yesenia equals love in so many different ways. And I've always been such a romantic, right? So my sorority sister, Sam, you guys all know Sam, sex with Sam. She's in town, you know, so we've been having a fun weekend and um, I'm going to see her later. Probably she wanted to do dinner and yeah. And so I just, you know, one of the things when we were all kind of talking, she's like, yeah, you know, you send you, we all know you send you loves love, you know, and, and I always have, and I always will. And so, you know, sometimes when I'm going through a little something, I, you know, I'm not a jealous person at all. Never have been, never will be. But when I see love, I get excited and I see hope for myself, you know, and finding that missing piece, you know, and, and I'm so grateful that I have unconditional love and so much support all around me. I always do. That's why my cup is always filled. It, my cup is always overflowing in love, you know, and, and I've been so happy, you know? And so it's funny when I go through my emo phases because I'm just like, you know, I have those moments where I kind of refill up my cup if it's a little drained and I kind of close myself off to the world if it's a couple hours or like a day, you know, we all need that kind of refreshment, you know, just recharge basically. And so I wanted to speak on love today and what love means for me. And I know I've talked about it before, but what does love look like right now? It's April 11th. (sighs) Love is just everywhere. And I love it, you know? And there's moments I have where I'm like, you know what? This could be my forever person. And then there's other moments when I'm like, can I be what someone else needs and wants forever? Like the word forever ever sometimes freaks me out. And again, it's funny because as a kid, I was just like, I'm going to get married at 23, 24 and have kids by like 25, 26. And I'm just going to live happily ever after. And that's not been the case, you know, but anytime I'm around someone where they're, you know, it's like a crush or like a hope of like something, you know, or you're comfortable with them and you've known them for a long time. It just gives me that feeling of, can this be the one, you know, like I've always wanted to have basically this perfect picture of love. And when I look at everyone around in my life, again, when it comes to me feeling loved, I feel loved hundred percent. But when I think about romantic love, I'm like, you know, I see it and I want it, but I'm just so fleeting in my life right now. You know, like I live this somewhat nomadic life where I'm kind of just all over the place. And so I'm very self-aware that I'm like, I have to be at the right place so that I can meet the needs and wants of someone else just as much as I would want, you know, to meet their needs and wants in a partner, you know? And so 
I've always talked to my friends and family about the fact that, you know, at 32 and well before 32, I've always worked on myself and worked on my table for me, for my happiness, but so that I can one day say, hey, look at all I've done to prepare for us one day for us to prepare a family, you know, and to have kids, you know, and so I'm working on me. I'm working on me so I could have the love that I see all around me, you know, and and again, I really feel like timing is everything. I've always ideally wanted to be in the same city as someone. I know 1000% I couldn't do a long distance, you know, because I've been there before and it's hard when it comes to my Uh, love languages. I know that words of affirmation and uh, physical touch and quality time are my things that really keep me going, but especially quality time. And it would be so hard for me to ever go through a time where I'm not with that person and surrounded by that person, you know? So yeah, I just, I'm I'm self-aware of that and I'm working on certain things. And right now the love for me is going to be, you know, being surrounded by my family and friends all summer. And I'm going to be here in Dallas for one more month, literally a month from today. I'm moving out of the place that I'm in and I'm going to be in New York and then I'm going to be in Italy and then I'm going to be in California and then back in New York. Yeah. So it's going to be a really fun summer. And then I'll eventually come back to Texas. Some of my friends are like, I don't know if you're going to come back, but I am. I want to be in Texas one more year. I think Dallas is a really, really great hub to be not too far from my family, not too far from my friends and not too far, you know, overall from everyone I want to be, you know, within a short distance of. So it's been beautiful. And, you know, I did a lot of traveling last year and I wasn't able to really get to know Dallas as much as I want to. And so I'm really looking forward to coming back. So right now I'm like mentally and emotionally preparing for the summer and knowing that there's a lot of changes that are going to be happening within my passion projects. And next month I'm going to be making a really exciting announcement that I can't wait to share with you guys because after a year of doing the podcast, I hear a lot of feedback and there's some more things that I keep hearing people wanting me to do. And so I'm going to go full gung ho on some things starting in June. And so I'm just preparing for all of it. And I'm in this time where I'm doing a lot of self-reflection and trying to take in as much me time around work and my passion projects and my family and my friends so that I can figure out exactly what God's calling me to do and where I need to be. And, you know, it all starts for me with love, you know? So here's another poem in the same book. And I, again, I like really have liked this book and I pick it up every now and then. And I like to think about the poetry and what it brings to me at the time, because not only do we all read things differently, but just for ourselves, when we're reading stuff at different times in our life, it kind of hits us differently, you know, or we might interpret it differently. So here's another poem called the Irish, a character study. Everything blows away in the end. The leaves that fell, the snow, when spring winds round and winds return. The ashes of us on some stiff eastern breeze when rest comes finally. All things to pass eventually. And in between the kickstart and fluttering off life or what we make of it. Somewhere in the middle of the timeline, we are here shouting against the storm that builds on the horizon distance. 
daring them to disturb our hair. If we run into it hand in hand fast enough, maybe for a moment we can be young together again. What is it about feeling alive and feeling young that moves us as individuals? I have a story and a picture in my mind of being in a room with someone that sets off a spark that isn't like anyone else. We have a lot of different family and friends. Who comes to your mind? Every single person in our life ignites a spark in us. The ones that we love unconditionally. And it's all these unique flames, different colored flames, different vibrations, just different beautiful things about them. And I think it's so beautiful when you can, in the midst of it all, whether it's chaotic, you know, you're at a family gathering and there's a ton of music and drinking and food and conversation, or whether it's that or just one-on-one with someone, or even like an intimate setting with a small group of friends, looking across the table, looking across a room and meeting eyes with someone and having just that laugh, smile, interaction, you know, when you can read someone without saying a word, it's just one of the most unique and special things. And this actually reminds me of my best friend who, since we were kids, I can look at her from across the room and I know what she's thinking. And it's so beautiful at different times in our lives when we go through this with our friends and different people in our lives. And I'm thinking of someone in particular and just seeing them across the room and wondering if they're feeling the same thing when I look at them. Love is funny. Love is a funny thing. Whether it's romantic love or unconditional love or friendship love, whatever it is. I used to be... I'm messing up my words. I used to get made fun of because of me saying that the eyes are the window to the soul, but they really are. And I've said it to you like that Scarface line, the eyes, Chico, they never lie. They don't. I feel like if you know mannerisms and you know, or if you've ever felt a rush of something before with someone you definitely know what I'm talking about. And I'm always curious about who's listening, you know, in on these conversations with either myself or with someone else um, when I have guests on. But if I'm speaking to you at all, please message me or DM me. Um, I love interacting with you guys and I love having conversations about things that are on my mind because I get the most random messages thinking, oh, I'm going to probably you know, hit home for this person or this group of people. And it's always someone different. And I hear all these really cool stories from people that are like, oh, wow, you know, that message was like really interesting. You're like, what are you going through? Oh my God, I'm going through this too, you know? And my target audience since I started this has always been 25 to 35 year old women. But surprisingly, I get a lot of men listening too and and all ages. So thank you guys. Like, thank you very much, you know? Um, what is love? Love is just everything to me. And um, it always has been. And everyone knows that, you know. And sometimes this platform is really good just to like release some stuff. And yeah, I just sometimes I want to say more than I feel like I can because I try to respect the privacy of others and the privacy of those around me, basically, you know. And so it's just interesting how 
much has been on my mind this weekend and like self-reflection and trying to make sure that I'm a positive light in this world and to those around me and trying to work on what God wants me to work on slash what I think is good. And sometimes it's hard to, to view that, you know, and, and I look, I've been, you know, going through Lent, as you guys all know. So I look at the Bible and I look at different things and I try to have deep conversations with those in my life to kind of, you know, see what we're all going through and to make sure that I'm on top of things. And then just to reflect alongside my needs um, and working hard towards my wants, just basically like if I'm making the right decisions and the right choices. And as a 32 year old woman, sometimes that's really hard. You know, one of the things that I've always kind of uh, felt like I missed out on um, from like previous relationships, like right now as a single woman is I miss out on having a leader in my life, like having a man that's, you know, with me as a team, that's kind of guiding me. I have a lot of really good friends, you know, and some of my best friends, but it's not other people's responsibility to take care of my life. And so I guess the difference between that and a partner is, you know what, you guys are supposed to take care of one another. And so I miss that. Um, I work really hard on my own. And so sometimes I'm like, I wish I was building something with someone else. Um, but I know that that will happen again in time, you know? And so I just have always had this hope, you know, like I've always talked about in different episodes of life. And so I guess I was just kind of emo this weekend because I felt a little under the weather. And then I was like, love stories and romance stories always brighten me. And I'm like, love always cheers me up. The thought of love, being love, like all those things, you know? But at the same time, like my, my love runs so deep. Um, and I have so much responsibility that like, I kind of just, you know, am fleeting like that, you know, and I, and I run towards the hills and I run towards travel and I run towards escapism, you know, to kind of, not avoid because travel is what makes me happy, but sometimes there's risks that we can take to kind of position ourselves to be, you know, a partner, I guess, sooner. And I guess there's decisions, you know, within the next couple months to like the rest of this year that I guess I kind of just have to make of like, what does my life look like after this year? You know, am I going to be traveling nomadic, working remotely, or do I want to settle down somewhere? You know, like I definitely want to be in Texas one more year, but those are the things that like when you're with someone else and you're with a partner, to me, it kind of gives you responsibility or an extra stability also of like, let's figure this out together and like, see what we want together, you know? And, um, you know, I have a lot of friends that are parents and, you know, I think that their kids that are everything to them really ground them and are this foundation to them as well, you know? And so it's a whole nother thing that I think about is like, I'm 32. I don't have any children, never been married. So it's like, what's next, you know? And that leads me to our next poem that I want to read. Um, such a goddamned rush to be something else. Not a moment's reflection as to where we've come from, 
how much we've changed. Harshest critics we are. Sternest judges with strongest fingers that only know to point backwards. Slow on down, child. You've nowhere to be. You've no one else you need to become. We are beautifully and wonderfully made. And I know that I am whole without anything else. You know, I know that I'm whole. I know that I was created whole. And I know that I'm unconditionally loved. What more do I need then? You know, what do I compare myself to? You know, am I reflecting on the woman in the mirror? Am I looking more towards the future or to the now? I've always looked at life as that everything we do in our day to day, our week to week, our month, it creates our future. It truly does our mindset, everything. And I just hope that when the time comes and things are ready to settle down with someone that I am everything that they want and dreamed of or more. That is my hope, you know? And so I just keep praying and I have this dream of just trying to be love and trying to come from the best place possible for someone to feel that, you know? And I wanted to bring, you know, just some reflection, some joy of like what I'm going through. So you guys can kind of like, if you're going through anything similar, talk to me about it. So reach out to me if you know you're going through anything within your life, whether it's family, friends, relationships, children. I am literally everyone's therapist. So like to me, uh, you know, I have been going to therapy on and off, but to me, it's like, if I can be anyone's therapist, like I'm all for it. So it's like, who does your therapist see? They see other therapists usually. Right. So this passion of mine, this podcasting has been a form of therapy for sure, because of how much I connect, how much I get out, how much I reflect on, on a weekly basis, you know, even throughout my week, because I'm always planning out my episodes. So I look forward to talking to you more about anything you guys want. And I'm going to end it again on The Missing Piece by Vance Joy. And what is the missing piece in my life? Nothing is missing. Nothing is missing. I just hope that one day I can be the perfect partner to someone else. And I believe in love so much. And so I've been single for quite a while. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to love and like, you know, what's to come, you know? So that is it. <laughs> so here again is the missing piece by Vance Joy. I hope you guys have a really incredible week and I look forward to bringing next week's episode to you guys. Take care. I've been waiting for the tides to change, for the waves to send you my way. I see you, darling, but you pixelate. It gets hard to take these days But we'll hold the line I won't let go Cause I'll be there when you can finally make it home And I don't mind Cause we both know That we'll be fine when you can finally make it home Because when I
that song it makes me so happy take care guys